You're listening to NGSC Sports Radio. Hear us live on NGSCSports.com, where you can get awesome analysis on all things sports. Or check out our podcast on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and much more. For our latest videos, subscribe to NGSC Sports' YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at NGSC Sports, and like us on Facebook, NGSC Sports. We never stop. You know who I am, but you don't know why I'm here. Ding dong. Hello? Everybody three count. One, two, three. One, two, Because I was cute, or because I came from some famous wrestling family, or because I sucked up to the right people. I got here because I am good. I earned this championship. Frustrated into the goddamn word for This is bullshit! Rhett made a very, very selfish decision. Brett's going to have to live with that for the rest of his life. Brett screwed Brett. I have no sympathy whatsoever for Brett. This is my show. My show. And I'm sick of all of you calling me the coward. You're the cowards. I'm the one here day in and day out in that wrestling ring beating people up. Thank you very much. I don't steal opportunities. I am the opportunity. Three ain't enough now. I need five. Welcome in, Jim. I'm an idiot. Ryan. I'm a sausage guy. Matt. Who gives a shit? Tim. Right on the cock. And intern Mark. Hi, boys. Oh, my goodness. What do we do? There's a one. There's a two. Oh, Oh, wow. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Three Count Thursday. We are live. It is Thursday, October the 21st, 2021. We are glad to be back with you live again this week. If you are joining us, give us a video like and a share. We'd appreciate that. Get as many people in here interacting with us as we talk wrestling for a few hours. Uh, make sure you go to threecountthursday.com. It is our homepage. You'll find all of our Social media, you'll find our merchandise over at uh, T Public and whatamaneuver.net. What a maneuver. I almost stole Tim's dick gimmick. Our Patreon page, patreon.com slash three count Thursday. Our collar and elbow brand deal. Store.collarandelbowbrand.com. Use promo code three count, get 10% off. Home network, of course, NGSC Sports at NGSCSports.com. And our secondary home is the Leap Sports. And Music Network. Ryan, where can the people find that? Yeah, that's a great question. I'm, I'm really glad you asked, Jim. It's L-E-E-I-B-Sports.com. That's the one. That's the one. Well done, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, if you are joining us, I see Devin, Charlie. Uh, hope you're having. hope you're doing all right, buddy. Um, tell, yeah, he said, tell, uh, 
tell everyone that I uh, love you all. Hug your loved ones. Yeah, it's. Uh, I have some friends that are going through uh, some rough patches, so um, you know, reach out to your people, tell them you love them. Um, let's see here, <laughs> Matt. I do, I do agree. The bell is honking. Always, always my favorite. I, I laugh at that every single, uh, every single week, every single week. Um, oh, we did, I didn't do it. I didn't. I didn't even think to do a scorecard for today's show. But we'll I get, didn't think they made one. We'll get. Maybe they didn't. I don't think they did. Okay. Well, good. I didn't miss anything then. Um, what, what, what is the Bellas honking? I, I don't think I, I don't really listen to it. What are the Bellas? What section do we have the Bellas in? Like, what do they? What, what section is it? In the uh, in the intro when AJ Lee is talking and you hear the Bellas just honking in the background. It's I don't like, think I ever really paid enough attention to it. Oh, you'll have to listen to it. Yeah, AJ, it, talks, I will. AJ talks about how she didn't have to suck up to the right people because I'm good. And you just hear in the background, like one of the Bellas go, because she's not. Oh, I actually never. I, I I mean, I've heard the AJ Lee thing. I've not actually listened enough to hear. It's uh, I'm assuming it's Nikki. I, it's probably both of them, honestly. But I, during that actual promo, I remember both of them honking say it to our faces as she's standing at the top of the ramp like talking to talking them. to them <laughs> honk yeah. i'm gonna see if i can find the clip the old geese um <laughs> while you're doing the look up how about you ask people how they're doing ryan i'll start with ryan why don't we how start you with you jim no i'm doing well i'm doing good my last official day of training at my new job is tomorrow Oh, you did it! So I did it. Congratulations! Oh, yeah, you did. I'm, I'm you did it all by yourself. Yeah, you did it all by yourself. That's right. That's right. Uh, Ryan, how you doing? Yeah, I'm. I'm doing good. I'm glad to be here. Take my mind off things for a moment and uh, talk wrestling with my guys. Good. It's uh, we're getting into spooky season, as you can see below. We've got some spooks. Mark, watch out! Papa Shango's right there. It's, it's somewhere in this clip. Let me pull it. Uh, I didn't get here because I was cute or because I came from some famous wrestling family or because I sucked up to the right people. I got here because I am good. I actually I earned this championship. I just assumed that was uh, fans. Honestly, I didn't know. No, that was, was the Bella Twins. That was Nikki and Bella and Brie. <laughs> that actually checks out. <laughs> Um, that's a burn. That is. That is. Intern Mark, how you doing? Oh lord! <laughs> <laughs> what a maneuver! Forgot to say it. Is that where we're at? Yes, that's exactly where we're at. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm good. How am I doing? I got caught up watching uh, Olivia Rodrigo videos, so I was running a little late. <laughs> That'll happen. I have no idea who that is. You take that back, Jim. Oh, hi, Mark. Hi, boys. I'm making wet bottom, too. How do you like that? Uh. I'd like that a lot. I just had a whoopie pie. Oh, what what, uh, what kind of whoopie pie? Mountain Dew. It, well, you... He, did he did he mute himself? I didn't even do that. 
<laughs> he yeah. sets up his own gimmicks. <laughs> Was it Poontang Pie? <laughs> yuck, yuck, yuck. <laughs> Good Jesus. Uh, Tim. How you doing? It was banana. She was a banana. It might as well have been strudel. <laughs> um, I didn't have a whoopie pie, nor did I have anything of that sort. Um, I have a half-eaten giant Swiss cake roll next to me. Um, okay. That's fun. Yum. Uh, but uh, is that know, chocolate I'm... or pumpkin? It's chocolate. It's a Swiss. Oh, okay. Cake. So think, honey, I blew up the ho ho. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just, I mean, you can also get like pumpkin rolls this time of year that mm. looks like that. Yeah, it's too much pumpkin. Yeah, but, I agree. Uh, no such yeah, thing. I'm, uh, I'm enjoying the tail end of my vacation. Uh, oh, I've been right. on, I've been on vacation all week. You look relaxed, boy. You know, uh, I got, I got a lot of reasons to be relaxed. Yeah. Uh, more on that in like three weeks. Very nice. Very just, nice. Uh, but uh yeah second podcast of the day man i'm rolling i'm trying this new thing where i like i'm not yelling into the microphone so i have to play with the gain on my microphone to make it sound like it's really good but then if i do that then like <sighs> i breathe and everybody hears my breath that they're so, i think they're probably expecting it where we're, most of us are fat so well there is one there is one little little mollusk that jumped into our chat like three weeks ago and said we were all neck beards so that was fun i was like and i started looking at the picture and i'm like god damn it he's right man he is wildly accurate when it with that statement <laughs> then he started talking about our mom's basements and i'm like jokes on you my mom's dead asshole yeesh got him got him there i guess <laughs> Um, I don't know. I'm just gonna go to Matt after that. Yeah, I don't go ahead. Go ahead, Matt. How you doing? No comment. <laughs> now, when you say no comment, do you mean do you mean like you don't oh, know how? I don't know, Tim. Why are you only focusing on what I said here? Everyone else said how they were doing. Didn't address them at all. So when normally when somebody says no comment, it means that they have a comment, but they just. For whatever reason, they don't know if like they should share it, but they have feelings, and I Tim, feel if you're looking to you fight, can. then we can. But <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to make your little baby girl an orphan, so I'd rather not. <laughs> oh my God, turkey tits! Um, <laughs> Tim, Matt has been knowing how he's been doing for like 18 years. I'm all right. <laughs> I'm good. He he's known how he was doing since Bret Hart lost in that throw in the towel match, you know, against uh, that champion, Mr. Bob Backlund. That's sir. the one. I couldn't think of his name because yeah. he hasn't been relevant since like before I hit puberty. So for a minute or ten, I've known how I'm doing. <laughs> was uh, that that was uh, is that the one Owen was like begging Stu and Helen to throw yes. the towel in? Yes. Yeah, and bull. It was because Bulldog was in his corner, right? And Bulldog, Bulldog got, got knocked, knocked out. out or something, right? Or laid down. He was probably tired. I don't know. <laughs> oh, sleepy. Yeah, I just. Uh... I'm just gonna take a nap over here. Hey, you <laughs> Um. All right, let's go to this though. We're looking at uh, October. Excuse me, the 21st in pro wrestling. <laughs> you want to run that back? <laughs> let's do this. On this day. 
We're looking at October the 21st in pro wrestling history. Two birthdays today. The Bushwhacker Butch was born today in 1944. And Horace Hogan born today in 1965. 1972 All Japan Pro Wrestling holds its first ever show at Makita City Gym in Tokyo, Japan. The show is headlined by a two out of three falls tag team match with Bruno San Martino and Terry Funk defeating Giant Baba and Jesus Christ, I'm probably going to slay this name, Thunder Sugiyama. Uh, Funk pinned Sugiyama to win the first fall. Sugiyama pinned Funk to win the second. And Baba and Sugiyama were counted out in the final fall. 1977, Ricky Steamboat defeats Ric Flair for the NWA United States Heavyweight title in Charlestown, South Carolina. 1996, Bret Hart, ending months of rumor and speculation, signs a 20-year contract with the WWF, turning down a lucrative offer from WCW. As part of the agreement, which will see Hart become a part of the WWE office following his in-ring career, Bret is allowed to go into the ring during a live edition of Raw and discuss his decision. Hart does not blast WCW, as some within WWF were hoping, but does reveal that he is staying with the WWF. One year later, Vince McMahon would be asking Brett to drop the WWF title Shawn Michaels at Survivor Series and releasing him from the contract, beginning the one of the most famous stories in wrestling history, the Montreal Screwjob. Also in 1996, Hunter Hearst Helmsley defeats Mark Marrow for the WWF Intercontinental title, uh, his first title in WWF. 2001, WWF holds their fourth No Mercy pay-per-view from the Savas Center in St. Louis, Missouri in front of 15,647 fans with a buy rate of 325,000. The show featured two matches on Sunday Night Heat, eight main card matches, and in the main event, Stone Cold Steve Austin, representing the Alliance, defeated Kurt Angle, representing WWF, and Rob Van Dam, also representing the Alliance, to retain the WWF Championship in a triple threat match. 2001, AJ Styles defeats Petey Williams, Christopher Daniels, and Chris Sabin in a four-way match to win the vacant IWA Mid-South heavyweight title in Evansville, Indiana. And those were the events that occurred on this day. October the 21st in pro wrestling history. And uh, let's go right into this, gentlemen. Since John Moxley and Cesaro, way before Gargano, there was Savage and Roddy and Saturdays on NBC. These five guys on Facebook are gonna take a hard look. Freak on Thursday brings to you the wrestler. Wrestler, wrestler on the week. Week twenty-eight. It's happening in our in our rankings. It is behind us, and we are going to give uh, give our rankings for who we thought did the best this week. Is there anybody that wants to start us off with their top three? I'll get it out of the way. All right, go ahead, <laughs> Ryan. Yeah. Don't uh, don't leap at it. Why don't you? All right. Uh, number three, uh, Brian Danielson. He wrestled uh, Mr. Suzuki there on uh, the rampage. It was a fun match. I thought that was just a, a fun, well, a fun match. I just said that. FTR. They um, 
They're the new AAA. I forget what the actual thing is. Tag team champions. So that's a big deal. When you win gold, you get on the list. Um, and I thought it was a down week, so I didn't know what else to do. So I put Dewdrop up there because uh, she beat Shayna Baszler uh, on Raw, and I really thought uh, maybe she could become Queen of the Ring. But uh, you know, who knows? <laughs> there you go. Who knows? Dewdrop number one. There we go. Who wants to? Uh, anybody want to go next? I'll get it out of the way. <laughs> go ahead, Matt. Um, I had FTR as my number three for their tag team wins. Uh, number two as Brian Danielson for the solid match that he had last week. And number one was El Fantasmo. And he earned his way into the X Division Championship match at Impact's Bound for Glory, which everyone is excited about. Yeah. What? Is El Fantasmo that guy from the WWF with like the card trick and he pulled the things out of his mouth? Is that the same guy? No, that's Orgasmo. Uh, that's not what it was. What the hell is even that? Ryan, I assume Orgasmo is one of like the eight movies you've actually seen. Would that be accurate? Uh, I didn't say Orgasmo. Why am I getting blamed for that? No, it just seems like one of the movies that you would have I've, actually I've, like, I've never watched. seen Orgasmo. Oh, huh. I'm incorrect then. <laughs> no. I'm fairly certain a college roommate, um, his name rhymes with bustle. Gabagool. Um, <laughs> dude, he was so pissed at the Italian or at the little sub restaurant in Kutztown University. Oh my god. When uh when the poor girl working there was like, Ah, the Italian sub has ham and capicola. No, no, it was alone. Uh, no, it wasn't even that. It was the little it was the pizza. You know what, Jim? You tell the fucking story then. <laughs> it was the pizza pasta joint and it was a calzone that had ham in it. Oh, that might be it actually. Yeah, it might have been the pizza Calzones pasta don't have meat. It's only cheese. Russ, shut the shut the fuck up. She's making like Excuse me, uh, Bustle. Uh, shut the fuck up. She's literally making probably like four dollars her way through college. Right. And, and congratulations to Bustle, who uh, who just got married. Yes, so he's on a honeymoon. Congratulations, Bustle. Congratulations, Bustle. But yeah, Orgasmo is probably one of his favorite movies. So I assume that you would have seen it by default. He might have. He might have made me watch it. I don't fucking. It was a wild time in college. Certainly was. Well, I'll bet. Certainly was. <laughs> That's why the three of you didn't finish. <laughs> hey. That also was sure, uh, not wrong. Very, very accurate. Very Five accurate. rounds, but not wrong. Much like, you know, neckbeard guy. That was partially accurate. Uh, anybody want to go next? I can go. Go ahead, Tim. Yeah, I'd love to win, Tim. Jim, you got somewhere to be. You're moving this right along. Jeez. Yeah, well, n- not him. I got somewhere to be. Well, that's I, your own fault. Well, I <laughs> no. Let's let's talk about it. Uh, uh, number three, Daniel Bryan uh, beating up Murder Grandpa on, on YouTube. That was really fun. Uh, two, Lee Moriarty uh, finally officially being all elite after a fantastic outing against uh, Bobby Fish. Uh, and then number one, FTR. The FTR winning the Triple A uh, tag team titles. I couldn't tell you what the name of those tag. Uh, aren't they like the. Oh, shoot. I used to know. F. What is the name of those titles? Well, they won the tag titles. And uh, yeah. So good on uh, Dax the Axe and Cash the Smash. It is. Um... The AAA roadside assistance titles. 
<laughs> oh, nice. But I heard you can only I heard you can only defend them a hundred miles between. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Which is weird, knowing where like AAA is based out of, and but yes, yeah, hundred miles. Nice. Um, Thank you for the compliment, that. Devin. I will be here all night. Um... Like Tim is leaving us early. Okay, we can talk about that after this because I'm not going to have my good name slandered all over this podcast. Uh, too late, Mark. Nope. Do you yeah, want to attempt to give it's your okay. top three next? Do you want me to get it out of the way? Sure. I got to keep this rolling. <laughs> now, in. <laughs> Are you gonna? Are you gonna number do it? Three. So number three, something happened with Dewdrop because Ryan picked her. I went ahead and put her at my number three. She's Ryan's number one. I put her at number three. So something big happened with Dewdrop this week. Accurate. Number two, I did. Uh, number two, I saw a lot of you guys chose uh, FWB, the tag team, and uh, so something went on with them. And uh, trip away the car breaking down, and I, I guess the uh, the gentleman from Trip Away had really good service, and uh, FWB gave them uh, five stars in Tijuana. So uh, they're my number two. That's the FWB, the friends with benefits, and uh, number one's the. Uh, I guess there was something on uh, one of those movie channels with Daniel Bryan this week, so he's my number one. All of YouTube, whatever those kids watch those TikToks on YouTube. All of that is somewhat accurate. And we we want to apologize. Sometimes Mark's internet uh, travels as fast as the old timey signs he has behind him. So he's actually hooked up to a uh, point of sale machine at old KB Toys, trying to run internet. Are you streaming this through a Game Gear? I, it's a. I rigged up a Game Boy. A they Game Boy. Okay, well, this is in color at least. Screen. I wasn't. Hmm. Well, I it's mean, Game, Game Boy fans. They started making Game oh. Boys in color in like 1996. Oh, so. That's fair. So I think they're. I Thanks think shopping Katie toys, man. Your seats in the bag. <laughs> Don't um, look for a return. I'm not sure what time will open on Black Friday yet. Well, no, I'll let fit, you know about that tickle me Elmo. Don't worry. Fifth and never wary. <laughs> You're gonna need batteries for that Furby, man. The three saddest words on Christmas morning. Batteries not included. Get back in here. Rayovac's on sale. Sorry, guys. I'm glad he said that the lady was looking for batteries for her Furby and not anything else. (laughs) She ain't taking them out of anything else for the kid. Now, those are... If it's something else, she's going to need C's, not double A's. (laughs) A boombox. Yes. My three... um, I'll go... I'll go with uh, Bianca Belair um, for her match on on uh, Friday night on SmackDown last week. Um, good showing there. Uh, number two, Brian Danielson. Uh, two matches, one on YouTube or TikTok or whatever Mark said, and, and the other was actually on a TV show. Um, and number one, FTR, new AAA roadside champions or whatever ryan called it we'll we'll go with that whatever whatever is like least offensive enough to keep us on the air 
I think we'll, we'll stick with that. You know what? Goldberg's matches could be on TikTok. They, they could. They should be. He wrestled, he wrestled today. I heard it wasn't the worst match I've ever heard of. It was actually really good. No, it 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 was. I, they they did they did as, as good as they possibly could with that match, and uh, we'll obviously talk about uh, Crown Jewel in in a little bit. But yeah, yeah, you're gonna need to because your 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 gold Crown Jewel correspondence leaving in thirty minutes. <laughs> okay, well let's keep this thing rolling. Um, it's like seeing through the hourglass. <laughs> Tim, thank you, Mark. Tim, where does that leave us for the week? For the week, uh, I think for the first time in Big Brother history, a tag team is number one, I think. I have to look to make sure. I'm going to do that as I'm talking. That's not true. Uh, The Lucha Brothers have also done it. Did the Um, Usos do it once? No. Io Shirai and Zoe Stark did. Uh, Not not Tony Stark. Stark. Tony Stark or... uh... Zoe. Yeah, Zoe Stark. Um, but the Ricky team of uh, Cash Wheeler, Cash Wheeler, Dax Harwood, FTR first place, Brian Danielson, the Americone Dragon, uh, he is in second place, Dewdrop in third, and El Fantasmo in fourth. Uh, there may be a typo on the next slide. I apologize if there is. I will point it out. There is a typo. Uh, Killer Carrion Cross, Camille, and John Moxley are not ninth. They are 10th as Brian Danielson has made his way into the top 10. Did you look Uh, at that? uh, Bianca Belair, uh, unfortunately, Big Jim's uh, third place vote did not do anything for her, moving her up the ranks. Now, my question is, when you have 17 points, how does that get you above Bianca Belair? It it doesn't because Bianca is 8th. Right, but number fives also have 17 points. Oh, is that true? Hold on. That's oh, like. man, there's more than one typo on the graphic. Oh, shut the hell up. <laughs> I mean, the killer carrying cross being ninth, I don't think anybody would have caught that. Should we okay, forgive so him because he was on vacation? No, I don't even think Bianca. I think Bianca is a typo. I think Bianca is a typo here. Oh, um, oh so you're to... saying she don't even go there. Yeah, I don't even think she goes there because I have you her on my master even list. Go here. I have her on my master list as having 15 points, but Uh-oh. there could be something else. So she should be in ninth. She should be in, yes, in ninth place by herself. And Brian Danielson Uh-oh. should be, Brian Danielson should be tied with Malachi Black, CM Punk, and. Uh, L.A. Night DMD. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> now it makes sense. Now we're good. The website is up to date. ThreeCountThursday.com. Click the link at the top of the screen. It takes you to the Three Count Thursday Wrestler of the Year. There is a link there that will take you into the well-curated Google spreadsheet that I I meticulously update every week with our results, um, all leading to a grand champion at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. We'll have to send them a trophy or something. No. Crown Jewel.
the three count question of the week or should we should we talk crown jewel now we should probably yeah we should probably flip ski because you're leaving the reason us. why the reason why we're flipping it around a little bit is because i have to leave at the halfway point of the show shane mcmahon oh my god i'm trying to tell a story here the best in the world That one felt longer. War games, games war. Get him out of the way. <laughs> war games! War games! War games! War games! Games! War games! War games! All right, so <laughs> I'm leaving halfway to defend the honor of Three Count Thursday on the Take Three podcast with uh, EJ and Mike and crew uh, they're doing I'm avenging Big Jim's horrible attempt at Jeopardy uh, <laughs> they're doing NXT TakeOver Jeopardy oh. um, and I am not ready but here's hoping I'm more ready than those suckers I feel like you'll be more ready you'll be more ready than EJ yes you'll Jim, be what did you fuck up on I, I'm everything probably it was was it royal rumble trivia uh SummerSlam trivia SummerSlam trivia SummerSlam trivia i'm disappointed i'm disappointed too um you'll be maybe as prepared as joe maybe a little bit more mike i think is going to be your your tricky one i don't know who the host is for the game uh ken jennings yeah, i don't know i think it might be mike if if Mike's host, yeah, Mike's probably hosting because he knows more than the other two. So you'll probably, yeah, you'll probably be okay. I'm gonna crush him. You'll, yeah, you will. You will certainly crush EJ for sure. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I, EJ and thought on, he was slick. And whenever he, on EJ, I guess, huh? Whenever yeah. he hears this moment of this podcast, uh-huh. I will get a text. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, he's about to get dumpstered. Um. So I think wow, he's a nice fella, and we shouldn't talk bad about him. I'd do whatever I want. I'm on vacation. There you go. So Crown Jewel. Right. Let's talk about Crown Jewel because Tim watched the whole show in full. I don't think any of the rest of us actually watched it in full, correct? Um, I missed the whole show in full. Perfect. I also and missed, I missed the whole show. I mean, full. didn't watch. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I'm sorry if this upsets you. I missed the whole thing, but I did catch Olivia Rodrigo's sour prob. I mean, in the end, that's really all that matters. <laughs> Helpful. Um, so I I was able to I had it on in the background. I was able to observe some of it. Um, Is so supposed to be training. Well, yeah, but like, <laughs> that's why I wasn't. Wa- I didn't watch it, but I had it on. I'm aware of things that happened. <laughs> don't Ooh, Mark's upset. I don't know that you. Art doesn't like when you steal company time. Yeah, well. <laughs> That's right. He's... Wait till he hears about my bathroom moments. <laughs> um, so, Tim, since you watched it in full and you already podcasted once about it in full on, on uh, Viewer's Choice, 
Um, why don't why don't maybe you lead the charge a little bit in this? Um, I'm gonna go on record as to say that this might be to date the best WWE event of the year. Better than WrestleMania, better than SummerSlam. Which I don't know. SummerSlam definitely wasn't. Um, WrestleMania, like WrestleMania, was like good in spots, but like not great in other spots. Like I feel like some of the other pay per views may have been like actual better pay per views than some of those. But um, yeah, from what I saw from a lot of like people talking on Twitter today, uh, it, it it seems that that today's show was. That, I mean, without question, the best Saudi show and one of the better <laughs> shows of the year. And what helps with the Saudi show is the crowd this time was tremendous. For a four-hour event, there was no lulls at all in the crowd, which I would love to be able to say about a U.S. crowd at any point. Um but at the same token, like they were just there for everything. Everything seemed to hit. It was very like everything was synced, and all the outcomes were really good too. Was this a good Saudi crowd or a good crowd period? Good crowd period. Okay. This was so a... better than like a cheddar show. Yeah. But this is also better than, like, this is better than, like, any real other WWE pay-per-view that's not WrestleMania and SummerSlam this year. Well, I don't think any other WWE pay-per-view that's not WrestleMania or SummerSlam gets a card like this. Yeah, I mean, the the card was Like, you give the crowd something to cheer for in, I don't fucking know, Detroit, they'll probably cheer. But I think they'd also, like, boot, like... They would have booed the house out for Zelina Vega and Dewdrop. Well, they're and, just happy to see women over there. <laughs> I mean, now I wanna I wanna take you to task really quick, Ryan. Here we go. Here's why. I specifically remember you saying multiple times that if Saudi Arabia, like the Saudi Arabia shows, would showcase women more that you would give these shows an opportunity. Not only did they crown the female king of the ring here, the SmackDown women's title was the semi-main event, and ref Jessica Carr wrestled or refed in multiple matches on the card. So now, yes, I'm sorry. Saudi Arabia is very progressive in their stance. <laughs> I have been corrected. I mean, I assume you didn't watch today because you were at work. I mean, the fact that it's like a 1 p.m. on a Thursday doesn't help the fact that I have no interest of watching these. But great. I mean, I'm glad if WWE was able to be some um, force to cultivate some change over there that's great that absolutely is great um i really think it comes down to like the king or whoever he is the prince uh allowing it 
So if he says it's all right, then he says it all right. I don't, I don't know if the WWE, I don't know. I think like they'd just be just as fine leaving the ladies at home if the prince was like, not today. For sure. My daddy's coming, so we can't we can't play with the girls today. <laughs> like I get that, I get that. Now they did, they also did, and it's something I didn't really cover in uh, viewers' choice, but they also had a, a point with Titus O'Neil and Natalia with uh, breast cancer survivors from Saudi Arabia, and they made mention of a Saudi nonprofit um, that works with. Uh, breast cancer survivors. I think it's the Zahara, Zara, Zira Foundation. Some, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, the Zira Breast Cancer Association. And that was that was such a touching moment because like they had four Saudi ladies in the ring with title belts with Titus and with um, Natalia there, uh, giving them a round of applause, referring to them as heroes, things like that. So. Really, really awesome to see that even overseas, they're still able to kind of be goodwill ambassadors beyond just like inside the ring stuff. Um, here's Was a quick... flow rider there. <laughs> no, he couldn't make the trip in. Neither could Bad Bunny. I know Pitbull was in, in Saudi Arabia because the Undertaker was his hype man. Because <laughs> Mr. Worldwide, it doesn't get any weirder in 2021. Um, do you think that part of the reason that they got the card as stacked as they did is because it's been like two years since they've had one of these shows and they pay the WWE a large sum of money? Oh, let's check in on Mark. Mark, how how you doing, bud? So then, uh, well, then she ended up quitting before they could fire. And that was the end of that. Oh, that happens. That happens. So, um, I probably shouldn't have put all that out there, but I felt it was necessary. So let that be a lesson to anybody out there stealing time. It is uh, It is good to know, Mark. We appreciate you uh, looking out for all of it. Is that a Hardee's? I love that you've won up to me in the mug game with the Hardee's mug. <laughs> a couple weeks ago. I've had this for uh, a week and a half. You, you bought it at KB, Roots. As, about as long as you had that KB oh. toy sign behind you. I say, did you find it in the dumpster along with the KB toy sign or? This uh, this mug's from 1999. I've had it since Tuesday when I found it at Roots. <laughs> yeah. I actually ate it at Hardee's a couple weeks ago. I got that um, the the chicken waffle breakfast sandwich. Fantastic. Dude, their, their their burgers are fantastic. Um, but oh, so good. Um, How about the roast beef. Oh, the roast beef. They got the Reds burritos. Oh, you can't go wrong. They're going all in. So there are Mary's they work at the one up here in Middletown now. Yeah. To answer your question though, Big Jim. Yes. I think I think it doesn't hurt that it's been some time since we've had a Saudi show. I mean, it's been over a year. I think the last one was October 2019. Yeah. And that was when the Fiend won the Universal title Oof. on Halloween. Oh shit! Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. That was also the night that the WWE was held up on the tarmac. Oh. Uh, and they could not fly over, and therefore had to call NXT to go to SmackDown. Uh-oh. And that's when we got the amazing, uh, Adam Cole versus Daniel Bryan stuff. Baby. Like that was super cool. So hopefully, you know, I think time heals all wounds. 
Uh, I'm sure that the Saudi government and, and the like were just as excited to see the WWE as the WWE was to see the fans in attendance. And to cash the check. <laughs> Who some of which... Tim, are you saying there's a chance Braun Breaker will be on SmackDown this week? Oh, one could hope. <laughs> one could hope that Braun Breaker and his his uh, re- his manager Beaker will be there in attendance. Um now I do know that there were certain superstars who had who had gone on record as to say that they were going to donate 100% of their earnings from this trip. Um I think Mustafa Ali was was mainly the one I saw but I'm sure that multiple people have in the past where they'll earn this money and then uh turn it around and and do some good with it in the local communities. That's awesome. Um, and Mansoor, one of the few WWE superstars that picks up a win in his hometown. How about that? I well, loved... they wanted to make sure they got home and not stuck on the tarmac again. <laughs> I I really want to give praise to Mansoor. Um, I remember because I've I've unashamedly watched every Saudi Arabia show. Yeah, me too. Um, and I specifically recall the day that the WWE announced they were doing the open tryouts in Saudi Arabia and Mansoor was one of the four. I think also Shanky was a part of the, 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 the group. Um, but when they gave Mansoor the microphone, even that first time, he seemed like the only guy who like got it, who understood the entertainment portion, mm-hmm. who was charismatic enough. And he and Ali had a excellent 10 minute match in Saudi Arabia. It was the first they they made mention of it on commentary. It was the first time two Muslim WWE superstars faced one another. So even more history on top of everything else. Mm. Um, Mustafa Ali went on social media that said like the goal has always, the goal has been simple, light the spark for the next generation and so you don't know how many people in that crowd that are impressionable ages see two people who look like them doing the things that they did in the ring. But Mansoor to this point, I hope WWE just doesn't break glass in case of Saudi Arabia on Mansoor. Cause I feel like the only time he ever gets used or like brought to the forefront is, ah, we have a Saudi show coming up in four weeks. We need Mansoor. Mansoor is good. Yeah. Like and I thought the, like the promo he cut on Monday, like after the interaction with Ali so was real good. Like I I've loved like all like the stuff they were doing when they were a tag team, you know, the, now that they're broken up as a tag team. Um, yeah, he's, he's, he's really good. So I, I do, I hope they, they continue to utilize him. Yeah. I think it's only a matter of time before we see like intercontinental champion Monsor or United States champion Monsor. Yeah. I, um, Tim, I love that you said about like the youth in the crowd and, and seeing these, you know, representation of like people that look like them, um, you know, being, being highlighted in, in a ring in the entertainment that they want it says to them you too 
one day can be the leader of Retribution, one of the worst factions in WWE history. You too can have that opportunity. I get that, you know, the WWE used to be very much like the dream team in 1996 with where it's like, or was the dream dream team was 92, 92, 92, where it's like America showcases basketball to the world. And like everybody wants to play basketball because they see the dream team, absolutely rolling teams. I get that wrestling isn't that anymore or WWE isn't that, but to a certain degree, like there are people who still see it as that. And WWE could be an escape valve for some of these people who want to see the world and see different cultures and um, maybe be able to express themselves more freely in different facets. So, um, yeah, I think Mustafa Ali's done all right considering he was in Retribution. Nobody talks about Retribution anymore, so that's fun. That's perfect. That's exactly how it probably should be. Uh, the two matches that I that I really did get a chance to see a lot of was the, the opener in the Hell in a Cell, um, which I thought was fantastic. Um, we're going to talk more about Seth Rollins and, and his his place in history next week. So um, that that's a little it's a little teaser for next week for a topic. Uh, and then I then I saw um, the main event Roman and Brock. But really, um, you know, the, the, the closing moments of the match is, is really the hook. And I'm sure that video is already on YouTube and whatever. Like, but, but Heyman, like Paul Heyman in, in this story has been, has been so good. And just throwing the belt between when the referee's down, Brock and Roman are down. Heyman throws the belt between the two of them and yells, you know what to do. And then there was the tug of war. The Usos come out. Um, you know, cause cause Brock to lose the match, but the 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 story. Th- I mean, there's th- this isn't over. Right? You know, I think whether it's um the Rumble, whether it's Mania. I mean, we're going to see Brock and Roman again. Um, but I, I just thought that that the execution of especially the final moments of this match was uh just absolutely fantastic. And and I mean, I this. This may be my favorite Brock Lesnar, um, or it's at least right up there with Money in the Bank Brock Lesnar. But man, when when Brock wants to uh, and and is bought in, uh, he's he's so freaking good, man. He really is. I I loved what they did with the end of this, for sure. And, and I think it even goes beyond that too. Um, so after everything, after the dust settled and the one two threes had and Roman Reigns escapes with the Universal Championship, the story is the look on Paul Heyman's face. Almost as if, like, Paul was left out of something. In my head, the way that the story goes is that Paul goes to throw the title in, Brock gets the belt, Brock cracks Roman, and Brock wins. Roman knew something like this was going to happen and planned for the Usos to come out and the Usos stopping Brock was the wrinkle that Paul didn't know. 
and that's what opened the door for Roman to hit him with the title and simplistic championship booking a title belt to the head it puts Brock Lesnar down and he stays down for three um but part of me feel like I'm so excited and did you see Brock Lesnar's quote Yes, because I think I tweeted something about you know more Brock, full time Brock. Yeah, like f- more more Brock on the show is is good for everybody. Um, yeah, Brock said Brock quoted after the match. He says, "As soon as I arra- arrive on SmackDown tomorrow, I'm beating Roman Reigns senseless." Yeah, it's it's I I love it. The the more the more we get him, the the, the happier I am at this point. Um, since Tim, you were the only one uh, that that watched the show uh, in full. Do you have a grade for the show? I think you were preemptively giving it like a B. I'm giving it an A. Giving it an A upon the watch. It's yeah. really good. Like they every ending, every every finish was great. Um, the stories that the matches told were fantastic. They did the right thing and gave the King of the Ring to Xavier Woods. Thank God. They did the right thing and they kept the title on Big E. They mm-hmm. kept the title on Roman. Uh, they gave Goldberg, Bobby Lashley 11 minutes. <laughs> See, the story Bobby! is going to read. The story is going to read they had 11 minutes. But this match was probably the best Goldberg has been in a match since his match with Dolph Ziggler at like SummerSlam 19. It was either 19 or 18. Yeah. And that so match went like Hart. two minutes. <laughs> like that match with Dolph went two minutes. Right. Um, Bobby Lashley really carried Bobby! Brock to, or not Brock. He really carried Goldberg to, a fantastic match. Yeah, I mean, I said it last week. If 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 his title reign had to be sacrificed, so when Big Bill beat him in Saudi Arabia, um, he's he's a better man than than I am, and and because I I I think Bill was winning this one either way. So yeah, the only thing now is that all was, signs point to the number one contender of the WWE Championship being Goldberg. Stop it. <laughs> Big meaty man slapping me. If if Lashley loses, Lashley lost, and was, Drew McIntyre was, goes to SmackDown, he was avenging his son, right? Because right. Oh, because Bobby put his hands on his son. Bobby. So that was what motivated him. Yes. Not not a standing, not a Black. ranking. Mm-hmm. Was Bobby's or I'm sorry, was Goldberg's son in Saudi Arabia? Bobby. No, that's no. probably safe. Um, <laughs> I can't even. I'm going to shut up. Just go ahead, Tim. You keep talking. It sounds like a great show. I'm going to give it a B plus. Perfect. Matt, you want to give it a grade? Uh, I'll give it a C because of the length of the match just going on Jim's grading schedule. <laughs> I, uh, I appreciate your I will. I will probably go back and watch it at some point. I just couldn't today. I won't. Yeah, like... <laughs> If if you appreciate your watch, honesty, Ryan, unapologetically won't. If I do anything, I'll watch the opening match, which I heard I'm, could be like match of the year candidate. It, it's I'm not on my watch list. Every match, do but not I watch will, every match. Yeah, like, I will you watch can, some of them. 
you can easily so watch for for me watch the first two matches what's number okay. two mansoor ali Helena Cell and mansoor ali okay and then skip down and then pick up from biggie and drew mcintyre oh so don't even watch the woods balor match nope okay it's 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 a TV match. Yeah, Xavier, I, I, yeah. I, Xavier Woods wins the crown. I mean, I like who they oh, crowned as the king spoiler. of queen. Oh my god, you'll find out. <laughs> I like who they crowned as king and queen in here, but For I sure. don't necessarily need to see Zelina Vega wrestle Dewdrop. No, and it was it was six <sighs> minutes. It was what it was. They actually played into the size differential. Um, there was like a moment where like Zelina knocks out Dewdrop in the corner and she struggles to pull her out and she's like screaming at the top of her lungs, trying to exert all of her force to pull Double D out of the corner. Um, Oof, that Double D name doesn't sound great. Ron, you did that. She calls it. That's what Ron, she calls herself. Double D out of the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't proud of it, but yes. Um. I have the scar to still to this day. I can show you. <laughs> but Biggie, Biggie Drew, the women's triple threat. Um, I wasn't the biggest fan of the women's triple threat, but I will say it's like one of the better triple threat matches of all time. Wow. Okay. Um, like it's up there. I'm not a fan of it, but I recognize it for what it is. Okay. And Roman Goldberg is a fun watch. I mean, if you've seen Roman Goldberg, you've seen Roman them all, Brock. But I've, Roman Brock, sorry. If you've seen Roman Brock, you've seen it before. Um, it, but I feel like there's a little bit of a wrinkle difference now that we have like head of the table Roman and whoever this Viking was. That ponytail Brock. Brock. <laughs> yeah. Brock Lesnarson. Uh, like that was very fun. It was, it was a very fun. And that's I would literally skip everything like RK Bro and AJ it, almost. I mean, you can find the clip of Riddle riding the camel on. Don't need to see it. Oh, yeah, that, that's all you need to see out of that. That was literally the highlight of it. Uh, the Queen's Crown was what it was. Um, what else was there on this? Wait, card? Tim, you are selling this like a great must-watch pay-per-view. Goldberg and Bob. So all the matches Bob, were good. Bob, Bob, like Bob, they, Bob, Bob. they were good. All of the matches were at least good what was the pre-show matches usos versus the hurt biz oh okay and that was rather nice too you i didn't watch know the pre-show i saw the second half How i saw the second half. you have i'm on he was on vacation ryan i can go fish ryan he's on vacation fishing is too expensive mark do you have a, a grade ryan, for the, the show you didn't see the uh are you talking about the time Brian rode the camel at the Denver Fair? That's the one. That's the one. Do you have a grade for that? That was an A. Solid A. <laughs> it was a two-hub camel, too. Had a great time. How about that? He was a little nervous getting on there, but... Who, the camel or Ryan? <laughs> and both. Camel was right to be yeah, nervous. To... <laughs> yeah, I was going to say... It was... It was hard to hear what Ryan was saying over the uh, noise the camel's knees knocking the guy was putting off. That camel was ner more nervous than a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. I hate you so much. I... Well, you love to see it. Okay, so Tim. So what was that? You, you had a letter grade there, Mark. I for incomplete. He gave, I you, an complete... an he gave, he gave you an A. a. Solid. 
A. Absolute <laughs> A. Um, I, I'd highly recommend it. Do drop double D in the corner with Lena uh, Vega. Thank you. All of, of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, do you want to tell people where they can hear another review of this show that you did and all of the other stuff before we yeah, let you so- go? Subscribe to the North South Connection podcast feed, northsouthconnection.podbean.com. Um, it's on there. If you want just the audio, you can find it on Twitter at VC on North South. Um, it's also on the soon to be named networks website, soon to be named network.com as well. All right, Tim, we will talk hey, to you next week. Go and uh, up already. That was a quick two hours. <laughs> No, just just me. I gotta I gotta go. I gotta go defend our honor. Go on, uh go two, do three. us proud. That'll be on Take Three Wrestling's podcast this week. Uh, make sure you check that out if you're not following them already. And uh we'll be back. Four of us will be back. Well, three of us and and sometimes intern Mark. We'll be back on the other side, uh talking about how can WWE fix itself and uh many other things. Stick with us, three count Thursday live. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. You're listening to NGSC Sports Radio. Hear us live on NGSCSports.com, where you can get awesome analysis on all things sports. Or check out our podcast on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and much more. For our latest videos, subscribe to NGSC Sports' YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at NGSC Sports and like us on Facebook. NGSC Sports. We never stop. Are you looking for a place to listen to your favorite music and sports? Look no further. WLSN, the Lieb Sports and Music Network is a web-based music and sports network. Our network was created to provide authentic, high-energy entertainment through live streaming to a national audience. We play popular music while hosting podcasts from all over the world. Curious? Check us out on the web at leapsports.com. That's L-E-E-I-B sports.com. Or find us on the TuneIn Radio app. Got Alexa? Just say, Alexa, Play WLSN on TuneIn. WLSN is America's number one blog-themed sports and music network. Welcome back, Freak Count Thursday, October the 21st, 2021. And the four of us are still back here with you. If you're following along with us live, give it a like and a share. We'd appreciate that. The mini Dr. Pepper. How about that? Gotta love it. Um, I, I, had the, uh, I had Dr. Pepper Zero this week, and it's uh, it's one of the zeros that holds up. I would definitely, uh, I would definitely recommend it. Um, I've not had a Dr Pepper in like three years. This is 
delightful. Dr. Pepper is has always been one of my favorites, but it uh, especially... Don't worry, Ryan. I'll rep you as well. <laughs> there we go. A little Mountain Dew. Very nice. I appreciate that. Pairs well with, uh, with Arby's, but they don't have it there anymore. Um, Scotty, how you doing, buddy? Good seeing you again. Scotty! Um, cherry Pepsi with a butterscotch crimper. Oh man. I don't, I don't know if those two things, how could they not? They sound, sounds delicious together. No, well, not, not like, but like eating a butterscotch crimper is great. Drinking a wild cherry Pepsi. Well, sure. The two separately. Very good. I don't know. At the same time though. I don't think he meant it as the same time. I don't know. I Cherry Pepsi for the win with a butterscotch crimp. It says to me, Scotty, are you eating them? Are you doing that together? I don't think he's like taking a bite and then pouring the soda in his mouth while he still has crimp. Right, exactly. But still, even if you're eating the bite, swallowing, and then taking a drink yeah, of it's, the Pepsi uh, is a weird combo. Like I'd go like milk, coffee with the, with the crimp. It. Oh, so you're like trying to make like a fancy meal out of a crimpet, and it's just a fucking snack cake. I didn't know coffee and a crimpet is a fancy meal. Saying it's fancier <laughs> than a diet coke and a ho ho. So he's yeah. So he's definitely he's definitely okay, taking a bite. Well, then I was wrong. I'm drinking I'm, this I'm over. Hey, on the wrong hill. Hey man, whatever brings you joy, you do you. Um, you're on for you. Says Dr Pepper. Just drink medicine. Um, That's not wrong. <laughs> it is. It is we very well. About twelve too many flavors for a fucking soda. Nope, twenty three. They're they're very well. They're, they're... They, all twenty three of them combine a lot nicer than a cherry Pepsi and a crimpet. <laughs> I, I, ding! Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That. All right, we did. We did have. We were going to start it, and then we didn't. Uh, Mountain Dew is count? worse than Doctor. Question Pepper. of the week. Get it. No, hundred percent, hundred percent. That's so you can be. Here's the deal. I don't even drink soda anymore. I have fully switched to zero sugar soda. Okay, to try to be healthier. And well, that uh, sucks for you. It does. <laughs> it does. Uh, cherry Cherry Coke Zero is okay. Mountain Dew Zero does not hold up. I lied to somebody who said it the other day on the Twitters. Yeah, I just I, wanted to play along. It's not good. I would not think that was good. I mean, this I typically only drink great. water anyway so i like i'll have a soda like once a month maybe but i did have a baja blast the other day and that is delightful never tried it what scotty man code red mountain dew best in the world uh again i'll just i'll disagree he he is actually correct with that i will i will certainly disagree the code red i love the code red now I haven't See, I had a code like red. He's going to call out somebody for drinking. What the hell's Pepsi Twist? And then drinks Medicine Mountain Dew. <laughs> the hell's Pepsi Twist? Was that it's the the one with salt? It the... It's like a pretzel. No, it has the lemon in it, right? Is it lemon or is it like you know? Oh, the mango. Oh, I've heard the mango one is awful. No, Jim. All you right, just Scotty new... just has terrible taste in soda. You Take have a new. You Get have him a new, out of here. You're fired. Right? What's what that? Is that Pepsi? You tried a new Pepsi. There was a new Pepsi. I that tried came out. that. It was like the 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 okay Pepsi. It, it, twist was Pepsi with lemon. Um, Gross. Yeah, that sounds awful. Um, which actually, if you want that, just get Pepsi from one of those. Uh, oh no, it's Coke. The Coke uh, 
at, at like Wendy's, yeah. right? Yeah, everything tastes like lemon out of that fucking machine. <laughs> um, I had it was it was like the Pepsi soda shop thing. It was a black cherry soda, black cherry, and it was very tasty, black cherry. very tasty. Um, but no, less I, wild though. What's that? Less wild. Not yeah, it's wild not. It's cherry. not wild cherry black. Pepsi. It's a black cherry soda. Black cherry. Okay. Um, they also had like a cream soda or something or an orange cream that I did not try. See, what uh, I don't like is when the sodas have the vanilla flavor because that always, to me, tastes too close to like a rum and coke. And okay. then I feel like I'm just drinking a flat <laughs> rum and Virgin coke. Rum you're, and you're, coke. Drinking, you're drinking um, non-alcoholic beer at that point. Um, right. Lou asks, anybody have the Pepsi show, soda sh- shop cream easy for me to say soda shop cream soda no i didn't i tried the the black cherry one um i don't cream soda i feel like as a kid i enjoyed it but i haven't drank it since i was a kid i feel like i hate it now Ernest, you got a show to do. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, you took our Tim away. Get the you fuck took out our of Tim away. We don't want you even watching. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a take three for you. <laughs> uh, Scotty says, come by anytime. Scotty says, which yeah, you're is always worse? Welcome. Come back on the NFL show. refs or wrestling refs. Why not both? NBA refs are the worst. Um, oh, here we fucking go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here we go. Like, you didn't complain about them for an entire week last year, last <laughs> season. I did. I did. It was very obvious. I'll very say. Very obvious. They're anti 76ers for the process. I will say uh, NFL refs are worse than wrestling refs. Um, <laughs> um, let's go to this. We did have a. The three count question of the week um and this one came from a uh, a youtube comment last week on the show uh, from uh, from luna kitty uh she said what can wwe do to get ratings up and fans back all right ej get out of here (laughs) oh boo i'm not even putting it on the screen get the fuck out what did he say said something about it said about a basketball team in miami Oh, oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go lose in jeopardy to Tim. <laughs> um, so this certainly got um got some good reaction and some other reactions on on Facebook. Um, <laughs> but the does anybody want to start with with thoughts on on what WWE can do um to get ratings back up and to get fans back. And and maybe even just like to to make, even to like to expand on the topic to make like the product more enjoyable to watch on a weekly basis. Because I think if that happens, then the other two things will will kind of fall in line a bit. Um, does anybody want to give give some initial thoughts first? I mean, I think we've we've kind of pounded the table for this for a while that Raw should be a two hour show. Um, especially because I feel like a lot of Raw is filler. There's a lot of backstage segments. There's a lot of recaps. There's a lot of like extra long promos. I'm fine with promos on the show, but if we are having the bulk of our show be promo versus matches, then we're, we're already kind of fighting against what we're trying to accomplish here. And I know someone did mention that as part of it. Honestly, could have been EJ. So now that I'm saying that, terrible idea. <laughs> Keep it three hours. But no, I, I feel like 
a lot of us struggle with the three hours. I, I know I do. I mean, it's it's gotten to the point, um, you know, especially during football season, it's kind of back and forth or if there's something else on. I'm not glued to my screen, and I feel like it's because it's so stretched out. I feel like if they condensed it to a two-hour show, I would be more open to just sitting and watching it from start to finish. But when I started at 8, and I know that it's going to be over at 11, 11.05, and it's like... <sighs> I mean, that that's, that's like a movie every Monday. That's a long movie every Monday. Right, like I don't want to watch The Deer Hunter every week. I'll watch it <laughs> once a year because it's a great movie, but I'm not going to do it over and over and over again, especially when it's pretty much like watching the same movie over and over again. They're not giving us a ton of variety when it comes to week-to-week product. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a big thing for me is, you know, and, and I've obviously banged the drum for defending the WWE more than anybody on this show. But I mean, for the last year, especially the la- I mean, especially in the last, I feel like since WrestleMania and even since what Money in the Bank, when you finally had fans back, there was a couple of weeks where it felt like new, newer. It felt refreshed, and then we've just gotten Eva Marie and Dewdrop, and like Charlotte coming out and cutting the same promo, and um, you know, how many times can we see? the same tag match and this same match and Damian Priest versus the same guy. And it's like, why are we only utilizing 12 people on a roster that's very large? Now, like, is is part of it that you were waiting to get to the draft? But, like, why why is that going to make that much of a difference when you have the same people writing the show? So they're, they're, they're pounding into our heads – you know, oh, new roster. Big, look at all the people coming to Raw this week. Look at the this is the people going to SmackDown. And and I feel like when we're talking about this, I feel like it's not even so much what can the WWE do to get ratings up and fans back. I feel like it's what can Raw do, because like SmackDown, and I'm I'm sure WWE and Fox would be thrilled if more people tuned into SmackDown, but I don't feel like SmackDown's really the problem. Like yes, there's some repetitive stuff there, but it's it's two hours it's on a Friday night. Um, you know the Roman stuff, especially with Brock's return. Like the, the the Roman the Roman stuff's been great. It's been able to carry SmackDown, Raw. Woo. Um. I mean, I'm 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 prepping Huddle Up notes on Tuesday, so I I'm I it's on in the background, but I'm not I'm not I ha- I couldn't tell you the last time I intently watched. Raw and now with like hockey season, depending on the Monday night football game, like I'm not, I'm not sit, I'm not glued to to, to Raw for three hours. You know, I don't need to be. Like, so to me, like utilize more of the roster. That's one of like the biggest things when, when this question was posed to us last week is just give me, give give me more variety to the show. Um. Don't you don't have to do promo segments in the ring every time. You have an interview set backstage. Do more stuff in in actual locker rooms. Do you, like use the use the entire uh you know backstage area and 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 you utilize more of the roster. You have even with all of the releases. You still have a a big roster. Like look like when they show the graphic of who all was drafted to Monday Night Raw, you have a huge roster. Like utilize, so big. 
Go big. Um, Ryan or Mark, you want to guys want to give any any thoughts onto this? Jim, I'm so glad you've asked. So I'll let Mark go. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Jim, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> you know, if you uh, if you go back to the old WCW days of Nitro, and they had the three hours. That first hour, they usually did the uh, cruiserweight division. You know, that first took a little while for people to kind of catch on to that. And uh, when they did, I think people really liked it. So maybe, maybe if WWE put a little bit into the 205 live, maybe had some 205 people kicking off Raw for the first hour. So maybe that would be something. Maybe. Something fresh and different and new. Maybe. Ryan. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, I don't think, first of all, I don't think there's an easy answer to hmm. this. And ultimately, I don't think WWE does anything. No, I don't think they do either. Because I think they're content with where they're at right now. Um, which they'll be fine for. They can tread water. But I feel like AEW will only continue to get bigger and hotter. And I don't think you want to be flat foot when AEW really starts challenging you and your flagship show raw and they're starting to get closer to SmackDown. I think I don't know. AEW just it's and I get that it's like the new kid on the block. Sure, it's the but new WWE toy. needs to find a way to to be fresh and creative and different every week whether that is scrapping the brand split so you have a giant pool of wrestlers to pull from so raw this week can highlight things but you can also have just random one-off matches where bearcat keith lee um battle cat whatever his nickname is now i think it's just bearcat um, lee at least according oh, to bearcat lee okay yeah, I think they All dropped right. keith altogether you know, wrestles in Uso for no reason other than like here it is. Um, I think you have a shitload of championships that every week you should have a championship match on your program. You have three hours one night, two hours the next. Some of the most exciting segments of Raw, I always thought, were open challenges. Open yeah. challenge. You get you can pull somebody up from NXT. It's an open challenge. Somebody from SmackDown, open challenge. Doesn't matter. Sometimes it is somebody from Raw, and you're like, ah. But next week, you know there's going to be an open challenge, and I want to tune in to see who gets that call up, who gets that rub. Give me something to actually want to give a like give a shit about. You don't change championships on your TV shows anymore. So if I really just want to follow the storyline along, I just have to watch pay per views. The right. shit in between, all fluff. Yeah. You know, and I think that look that was another thing that made like Biggie's cash in, and and sure. when when he cashed in, and they go to commercial, and people are like, "This is a horrible time for a commercial." I'm like, "No, it's not," because like if people are talking about it, um, and it feels like you're going to have a title change, I think there's there's some wrestling fans out there that may not have been tuning in to Monday Night Raw at 10:50 on a Monday night that go, "Oh shit, Biggie's cashing in. Maybe I should tune over for the last 10 minutes." I mean, you also get the idea of why they would say that's a horrible call, though, right? Well, yes, I, I, I get the idea, okay. but if you but think could, of it from a from a business standpoint, sure, it's it's like as a fan that is sitting and watching live, 
you are excited to see this, and now you have to wait. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 smart business. It's the same. Here's a puppy. Don't pet it yet. It's the same smart idea. But when you get when you finally get to pet that puppy, it's going to be great. Here's a shoe fly pie. You can't taste it. Fine. It's not wet bottom. <laughs> I make it wet bottom too. How do you like that? Um, How do you, you like, like that? that? <laughs> How do you like that? Did you get your wet bottom? <laughs> oh yeah, when he shit himself. <laughs> um, that's such an aggressive one. <laughs> it is. How did you ever record Natty? <laughs> I I have my ways, Ryan. I have my way. Okay, well, trade secrets. Le- right. Legally speaking, I probably can't tell you how. You are. <laughs> um, but this is the gym. Don't tell her. Uh, these are things she, she doesn't. She doesn't listen to this show. It's things she doesn't need to hear. Okay. Um, just a couple of uh, comments from the uh, from Facebook. EJ Ryan or Matt, like you said, won't they won't consider this because of the financial ramifications. Um, but Raw could benefit from being a two-hour show. Um, it says, don't start each show with half an hour of talking. Um, another comment. Yep, another one says, cut back to two hours of Raw. Less title matches. There's somebody that says uh-huh. less title matches. How can you have less than zero? <laughs> um, yeah, I like... I don't... Like, they don't They don't have that many title matches on, on Raw. Like, so. we just had... Saudi Arabia WrestleMania. How many championship matches were actually there? There was Raw Tag like, Titles. There was WWE Championship, SmackDown Women's, and Universal. So four. And how many did they have? I mean, they have so many more than that, right? Uh yeah. So, so the Raw, I mean, almost the whole SmackDown roster wasn't there. Well, the the Raw Women. Well, because they have SmackDown tomorrow night, so they probably they probably didn't sure. book a lot of SmackDown talent because mm-hmm. if you have any plane issues. You still need to put a show on tomorrow night. Um, but the the Intercontinental title wasn't defended. The SmackDown tag titles weren't defended. The 24-7 title, uh, which is still technically a title, uh, wasn't and defended. And kind of the problem, too, is like, who gives a shit about any of these titles? There are there are too many. Like, who I, I know we shit? like quiz ourselves on who the current title holder is and it's always a struggle for us to even name all of them we have to do it collectively yeah, that didn't used to be the case no um and and i think ryan i think you had a great point and ending the brand split or at the at, at the least don't have brand specific titles have a world championship have a women's world championship have a world tag um, I, at this point, as shitty as it is, get rid of the women's tag because like it just, I mean, how really many have t- a division, right? So. I mean, like how many times this summer did we see Tamina and, and Natty versus, you know, Rhea Ripley and Nikki Cross or Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose before she went back to NXT? Like we just saw the same tag match every week and I'm like, like I, I'm fine with women's tag titles if you have a women's tag division, but right now you you really don't. So, like, and I I know they won't because of the optics of it would not be good, but it, it's 
is not good either way. But, you know, I don't even necessarily like that you have an intercontinental and a U.S. title. Like, and I know WWE won't ever do a TV title because it's just use them like it then right like it's two wcw but like use one of them as a tv title or do away with the u.s title just have the intercontinental title and have it defended on tv like but yeah if you do you know but i I would be fine with doing away with the brand split or like when roman and the usos showed up on raw the other week and you had you know, you had the New Day versus the Bloodline. It it felt like such a huge match on a Monday Night Raw. Like, it gave people a reason to tune in. Um, like, I, the, the, the brand split stuff, I, I feel like it's just never done. Does it not feel important, though, Jim, because Roman Reigns and the Usos are SmackDown? Maybe. Like you know what you I mean? Had... I mean, you get that big match, but if you if they're on Raw every other week, well, and I think if you, if you do then. if you do away with the brand split, I think, and this is the this is like the 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 hard thing that that I think WWE doesn't necessarily balance well, and the reason there is the brand split is because like when you buy a ticket, or, or at least this is how they perceive it, when you buy a ticket to go see WWE, like. You want to see Roman, like when you go to when you go to see SmackDown, you want to see Roman Reigns, you know, you want to see Becky Lynch, you want to see Sasha Banks. So if you go to Monday Night Raw and there's no brand split, everybody's in play. If you go to Monday Night Raw and you don't see Roman Reigns, like I think maybe WWE's fear is like that people are going to wait disappointed because they didn't see Roman Reigns right now, or they didn't see Big E, or they didn't see Bianca Belair. Like back in, you know, back in like the Monday Night Wars days, like if you went to, or the Attitude Era, if you went to Raw and Austin wasn't on the show, you would have went away unhappy. You know what I mean? So like, I think maybe that's WWE's reasoning that like, we're going to have the brand split. So you know, who's going to be on this show. So then maybe the way AEW does it is, is actually best that you tape one of the shows so if you don't see that wrestler live, you will most definitely watch that wrestler perform taped to air on Friday. Possibly, yeah. In some cases, you get to hear CM Punk's music twice. In some cases. Um, yeah, and, but I think also it comes down to WWE's on two different networks. So, That's fair. You know, NBC Universal wants a live show on USA. Fox wants a live show on Fox. Whereas with AEW, like Turner, well, and, right. and I, like Turner knows that people are tuning in either way for for um, for AEW. So uh, a couple other ones here. Uh, Jason had said, uh, "End the brand split. Focus on quality over quantity of content. Develop stories and players by using." Uh, by using the old jobbers to help enhance talent instead of cru- and instead of crushing would-be characters, finally develop a model for the weekly programs that doesn't devalue the special slash pay-per-view events. Um, Lee says, allow the top talent to appear on both Raw and SmackDown more, which they've been doing a little bit more recently. Try opening up Raw and SmackDown with a match instead of a promo. Uh, look into shaking up creative staff. 
Um, there's a lot of good answers. I, I, you know, we don't have time to go over every every answer that was said because most people uh, gave you know well thought out responses as opposed to just shitty snarky uh, things to say. Um, so I appreciate that. I, I appreciate like the 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 things. Uh, the, the the well thought out responses by most people uh, in in the comments because yeah I don't think there is I don't think there's a necessary easy answer because it is it's easy to say you know just book better shows um but when 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 thing and and every I mean, honestly sp- what they have to do is pr- honestly tear it all down and start from scratch would probably be their best option. Probably. Like, if you're going to do a draft, just make it, like, an actual, like, everyone is a free agent. And I know that's kind of what they do now, but it's also BS, and we all kind of know who's going (laughs) where based on the storylines they're trying to shove down our throats. But if they started over completely, I think it would probably grab a lot of attention from the casual fan if they were saying like hey we are literally going to scrap every storyline every title is vacant every roster is wide open and we are going to have a legitimate draft and we are going to start over from here i think that would probably be the best way for them to get eyes on the product yeah i i mean you'll I, and sadly you'll never see it you'll never see no, absolutely not your titles i vacant. mean i feel like we've seen that with NXT 2.0. I mean, we've seen a a pretty good refresh with that and a brand new look. And every week I feel like I tune into NXT and I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think NXT really needed it though. I don't know. That's the brand that didn't need it. Who the hell is this? Honestly. (laughs) They've got fucking uh, is this a two Howard two jobbers wrestling? <laughs> What's going on? Why is Barry Hardy wrestling Barry Horowitz? Honest Why? God, what is going on? <laughs> That's the brand that didn't need what it. What the it's hell so, is even that? So bright. I don't fucking know. It I is... feel like when we talked about drafts. You could take the NXT roster and put them right up there and had a three-way draft and actually shook some shit up. People like Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano, uh, Adam Cole at the time. Tomato These are chips. like big names that could have gone to the main roster. Where the NXT 2.0 is right now, and I get whatever they're thinking about fucking development, it feels development. These guys feel much less than the main roster. So if we were to have a draft or to ever include them in things like a draft or Survivor Series ever again, there is no chance in hell they would be competitive. No offense to the Braun Breakers of the world. Well, and I, I, but Braun Breaker is not Adam Cole. Baby, um, can baby. can we also do away with Survivor Series being like the Raw versus SmackDown thing? Because it doesn't mean anything. Like we are, and we've already seen that today. Like with the, with the uh, the first because that's the next pay per view. Four weeks from Sunday is is Survivor Series, and they're already talking oh, up like God, the Raw ver- like Raw versus SmackDown, and it's like why, what it what like what advantage does either show get by by bettering the other one at Survivor Series? Like it doesn't give like 
It doesn't give a Raw superstar number 30 in the Royal Rumble if they win or anything. It's just brand supremacy. It was Vince McMahon competition for Vince McMahon, but now he actually has competition. Does he? It turns me on. (laughs) Um, But yeah, like. I mean, they they should go back to like tying the Survivor Series into a storyline that did actually matter like when they did the authority angle or um you know the corporate ministry angle like something that fans can really care about because at this point i don't think there really is a team raw versus team smackdown i know there used to be a lot more loyalty to that back in the day um right now i think everyone's just on team smackdown because it's shorter (laughs) well and i like some (laughs) of the matches should be fine like i mean right now if you're doing WWE title versus universal title. You get Big E versus Roman. Like, I think that's a good match. Um, I mean, what not is Nakamura still the intercontinental title? Yeah. Nakamura versus Damian Priest. I mean, that's a match we've never seen before. You um, know what's crazy? They killed off the Elias gimmick, and, and I think they actually just killed off Elias. I'll say, I think he's just dead. I think he's just. Because you could, you could have had him versus like Boogs. <laughs> but we, we can't get that now. That would be great. Yeah, that, yeah. I don't know whatever happened there. Um, DOA. Like right now, it's it'd be RK Bro versus is the are the Usos the, the SmackDown Tag Champions? Yes, we'll call it. Yes, I think they are. I think the Bloodline still has all the titles there. So that sounds right. So right now it'd be RK Bro versus the Usos. Um. Becky versus Charlotte for the forty seventh time would be the the, the women's match. Be oh, a fresh boy. match. <laughs> yeah, we've never seen that before. Um, These I don't all know sound what... bad. I don't know how you fix Survivor Series because I don't think people necessarily are going to care. Like when it's I think they just... Tatanka <laughs> and here's the debuting Rock and like the Stalker. Right against like Rick Martel, like you know what I, mean? I don't think you can just throw teams together, but maybe that's what people want to see is like some randomness in like right, here's because Eric. like that was one of like the 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 you know the the things about Survivor is you would just have like why is Lex Luger teaming with Doink the Clown and and Kona Crush. Like, it doesn't make any sense, but sure, let's see who can be, if anybody's going to be the sole survivor in this match, or who's going to be if, the team that wins. If that's what they're going to do, do it for brand supremacy, and then put heels and faces together, see if they can co-mingle for the brand of Raw. But again, why are you fighting? Right. What, what are like we what, fighting Again, for? give me give me an advantage, give the, the winning brand an advantage. I think I would have no problem, and I think we've even said this, but I would have no problem if Survivor Series just wasn't a pay-per-view anymore. The brand that wins gets catering back. <laughs> like, just d- do a different pay-per-view. I mean, Survivor November. Series is still considered a, one of the big four, correct? Sadly, yes. It is a distance fourth. Oh, yeah, sure. Money in the Bank's bigger than Survivor Series, in my mind, anyway. I mean, there's a lot of pay-per-views I prefer over Survivor Series, but I'm, I think it's also the problem is that, like, we don't have factions anymore, either. Like, they used to be able to at least get away with that at Survivor Series, because yeah. we could see them put those things together. 
and now we just don't. I mean, what's the last big faction we've had? Even now, like, what is it? The, the family? The bloodline. The, the bloodline, the, bloodline. the hurt business. The hurt business has what? Three people? Well, four if you count MVP. Yeah, what happened. <laughs> hit hit row is, is a bit of a hit, faction hit rows on, on now on smackdown I, I feel like they try to like introduce factions and then after like two months they're like ah screw this um yeah i mean they I held think... on to raw underground longer than that but yeah <laughs> they certainly <laughs> did i mean they, they can't hold on to things if they want to i think that's part of it too is is they they, they try something and like at first it's like oh this is dumb and then, like, nope, nobody warmed up to Raw Underground, Jim. Don't fucking sell no. It that but way. I'm not even necessarily. But like, it's everything. Everything is reactionary. So it's it's okay. We're gonna try Raw Underground after what a month, six weeks, like. Oh, that felt like a long time. I mean, it could have been longer. I don't remember. Um, it also might have only been maybe two months. But it also just like. There was no reason for it, and then it, like, just silently went away. You know, like, so, I don't know, build build things up. Like, you know, one of the things I loved back in the day was vignettes. Like, the build-up to, to, you know, Mr. Perfect. The build-up to you know, all these different characters. Like, the, the man- build-ups to the Wyatt family were fantastic. Like how hyped was everyone um, to the break Wyatt, Wyatt yeah. character aside from the one dude that chanted Husky Harris when he debuted, but well, like, fuck that guy. His <laughs> everyone, name, everyone else was like enthralled by this character. His name and probably then, rhymes with Nick. Um, Raw underground <laughs> lasted from August the 3rd to September 21st. So six weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and that's the thing. It came I mean, out. And that's th- only like six episodes of Raw. Like, really let that sit because that right. felt like a much bigger thing. And like, I'm not oh, saying people boy. warmed up to it, but like, I felt like the last like two weeks of it, like they were actually utilizing more talent and giving them more of a reason to like. I mean, the Hurt Business basically was born in Raw Underground. And like I'm like, why don't they put Shayna Baszler in Raw Underground? Like if you would have started, yeah, you know what I mean. Like I feel like it actually could have been something if they would have actually tried to make it something. And whether it's the whether it's the whole first hour, like the WCW did with the cruiserweights, or it's you know from nine thirty to ten o'clock or something like that. Like remember when Mick Foley was the the Raw GM. They tried doing like the, it wasn't like lights out, but it was like raw after dark or something. There's some, some fucking dumb thing, but like for the last hour, it was supposed to be like a different field to raw. And they literally did it for like three weeks. So like, even when you, like when they try new things, they don't, they don't really see them through. And it's not even a matter of like, what was Brandy's faction supposed to be in AEW that just nobody bought into? Like, AEW tried it for, like, three, four weeks, realized, like, literally nobody's buying into it, and, like, they listen to their fans. But, like, WWE... 
no, the, <laughs> no, that's the scam uh, thing that they run on the on the, the, the Zoom. Calls. I mean, we've we've seen WWE like try things out and like bail on them quick. And remember when they tried to bring back the anonymous GM for a week, and then a week later, it just it's like never They're like never again. mind. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I think that's part of the problem too. Is you try to revisit something that was a terrible idea that they did for far too long. And kudos to them for like trying things. I yes. think retribution as an idea and concept is a pretty damn good concept. Absolutely, is a great um, idea. It, it was a miserably failed execution, and only got worse when you were like, "Ah, oh, let's put makeup on these guys." Ah, uh, like change their names, even though we know we know who they are. Dick and and tea bag, and you know all it of was those. Just not great. No, um, and like yeah, because. The the concept behind it is a good concept. Disgruntled characters who aren't given the time to shine, who know they're good, and they try to like take over the show. It's I mean similar to the uh, the invasion angle with or like the radicals. Like it's a good idea, but again executed poorly. Um, Lou says we still don't know who the hell is running GTV. And who says WWE can't tell stories? Right there. That's, a lo- that's one of the longest-running stories in pro wrestling. There it is. There it is. I would love to see them just bring that back, just, just out of the blue. Just all of a sudden, GTV. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't think there's an easy answer here. Um, and, and I think, Ryan, was it, I think you said, like, I, I don't think we're going to see anything because WWE – and there was a, there was a great tweet – because yeah, what like AEW certainly making noise. They are certainly a, a competition, whether like people want to admit it or not. But there was a great tweet this afternoon, um, that said, and this is why WWE probably isn't going to change a whole lot. When you compare AEW to WWE, take into consideration the fact that WWE is making fifteen million dollars per hour for Crown Jewel. Like, why are they gonna? Why are they gonna wow. change a four? You know what I mean? Right. Like, and currently, and and it's when whenever you start a business, it takes time to make money. But like a like the, the tweet says, AEW hasn't had a profitable profitable year, month, week, or day. Now I don't know if all of those things are true since they began. Who authored this tweet? Is it Big Jim Sports? It is not me. I, I retweeted <laughs> okay. it. It's certainly not me. Um. And he says they did win for for thirty minutes though, um, but oh, like so it's a shit comment. Fuck that. Well, comment. no, no, but but the the first part of it is accurate. Like as long as WWE, oh, yeah, WWE is raking in re- record profits, and right. you know TV companies continue to pay them, the Saudi continues to pay them. Like, un- un- unless Here's the deal, I don't know. I really don't know what the WWE can do. All of us, I think, put Daniel or Brian Danielson on our um, wrestler of the week option, or maybe considered him mm-hmm. for wrestling Minoru Suzuki, which you'd never see in the WWE, no. and we would have never put Daniel Bryan for just wrestling a match on WWE. I feel like the WWE's box themselves, and I hate to use the word forbidden door, but never allowing things like that to happen really kind of makes Raw. And SmackDown, I know what's going to happen. It's all the same players, all the same thing, all the time. Yeah. 
Yeah, you no. know, AEW is just, they're fresh. They've taken Daniel Bryan, who we've been like, meh, and have catapulted him into another section of his career, which is just as exciting as, like, the initial yes run or, like, the no, no, no with Kane run. I mean, there's, you know, yeah, Adam cut- Cole feels exciting to watch on big TV. Adam Cole belongs in front of that crowd on that stage that the WWE never gave him the opportunity to do coming out of NXT. Well, and I think potentially they were going to get there, but I don't know if sure, it would have been handled properly. Then. Give the guy the money and get there. Well, I mean, he didn't want to go there. I don't think I don't think he was ever going to resign. I really don't. I don't think he needed to resign. I think no. you sat on him for long and he, he did everything he could in NXT. Certainly. Get him there. I don't think you were ever had a shot at signing CM Punk. No. But I don't think you can put past the excitement of seeing CM Punk on your TV if you're a fan of wrestling, I don't know, five years ago, 17 years ago. Who am I to guess? Oh, Mark's gone. Got to find the goddamn. And there we go. Ah, spooky. Um, Let's try Let's go to this one. Um, Ryan, you, I think, brought this topic to the uh, to the table um, oh, with with both. <laughs> both companies yeah i didn't have to do a lot of work this week it was great um with both companies especially AEW, like you know bringing uh like ufc that ufc faction kind of in uh into play um what His major dan lambert acknowledge him not gonna uh, what major sports athlete would you like to see transition to wrestling full-time we're not talking uh, we're not talking like a one-off, a full-time transition. Mark is back. Uh, is there anybody that comes to your mind? Anybody want to kick us off? Um, Ryan, it's your topic. Do you want to give your... I, ha- I have a few. I don't want to steal anybody's answers. I highly doubt you're going to steal any of mine. So good. I The first person I put down was uh, was Peyton Manning. Could you imagine getting a headbutt from Peyton Manning <laughs> and the damage that would do? <laughs> you think a big show chop is bad? This is that done. bad. Just done. What would his finisher be called? The headbutt. The six the head. head. The six head. The five head, head. shuffle. <laughs> I love that. And Eli could be his manager. Hey, Ken. Hey, Ken. That'd be great. <laughs> I the like that The still frame one. of Eli, Eli giving the double bird from that Monday night football game is one of my favorite things. It's, of, of it's real fighters. good. It's it's one of those things that, like, a couple years ago, I don't know if I could have appreciated it because I hated him that much because he played for the Giants. But now, in a post-NFL career. He's harmless. Totally harmless. Totally <laughs> harmless. Um, no, I, uh, I'm, I'm going to stay in the football range. I'm going to say, uh, I think DK Metcalf would make a fantastic, um, professional okay. wrestler. I would uh, rather have Adam Thurman be a professional wrestler. <laughs> uh, the, the, uh, both guys are, are beasts. DK Metcalf, I think it looks like a star. Um, I think he has the charisma to, uh, to transition well into the, uh, squared circle uh, close to home I would say Jason Kelsey um, brilliant yeah 
I think if you are a or a, a watcher of any sort of Eagles football, you would you would know what I'm talking about. The character that he would portray would be great. Um, and the other person on my list I have is Connor McGregor uh, because Jim would absolutely hate it, and I would love everything about it. Kind of like Dan Lambert. Bingo. <laughs> um, yeah, I think all of those are are, are solid uh, <laughs> solid answers. Um, Wasn't seeking your validation, but I appreciate it. Good, good. Uh, Matt, you have any uh, any athletes you'd like to see cross that uh, cross the aisle, so to speak? I mean, for me, it kind of came down to more of like who could play a character best. Um, you know, so Kyrie Irving's kind of out there already. I feel like he could probably play some sort of character pretty well if he ever kind of made that the distinction in yeah, he'd be of- the virus right <laughs> the flat earther <laughs> yeah. um i i think football's kind of there's a lot of like big personalities i think both of the bosas have big enough personalities that, that they could make that translation they would have the build that, that vince would probably push him right off the bat to feud with the bloodline. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, what's a broad breaker? <laughs> uh, and then beyond that, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll stick close to home too, because he has a love for wrestling. We've seen it showcased in his entrances. Uh, you know, so Embiid would be fantastic in terms of cutting promos uh, and buying into the character, getting the crowd into it pretty easily. Certainly. Um, what would his finisher be would it be called the process i i would say that's probably a safe bet a slow moving submission hold <laughs> <laughs> that nobody taps out to actually that nobody <laughs> that nobody taps out to the referee just throws you right out you, you lose the match <laughs> the referee does not acknowledge the tap out he's <laughs> yeah. just always distracted you're cashing in what um <laughs> god intern mark i'm almost afraid to answer or to ask this oh hi mark um but intern mark what athlete or athletes would you like to see make the transition to sports there's that big sigh i mean there's probably a few detroit lions you could probably put on the roster mark yeah yeah some of the uh one guy from detroit i could see him the guy that has the helmet with the line on the side. Him, dude, yeah. you are spot on. Dude, he would do. That was one of my honorable yeah. mentions. So I figured you were yeah, going to have him, he, so I didn't include him. Or I mean, we could always go with that Miami Dolphin that has the uh, has the Dolphin logo on this helmet. I mean, of former Miami Dolphins, I think Ricky Williams would be a fun one. Certainly. Oh, that's what that's what I For could, sure. I think, uh, yeah. The tip of my tongue, Matt. Ricky Williams. <laughs> so close. So yeah, close. I have absolutely nothing to add to that question. No <laughs> that's about right. I think Billy, uh, if you're looking at musicians, I think uh, Billy Eilish would be a great addition to the WWE roster. Maybe that'll be next week's question, Mark. That's not a bad question. That's actually right. a really good question. What about hey, look at that. Manti Teo? What would his finisher he... be, Ryan? Oh, no, it wouldn't have a finisher. We could put him with R-Truth as a tag team with his girlfriend and little Jimmy <laughs> being their manager. 
That's a joke that's a few years past its prime, but oh, uh, very past its prime. That's you. That's the one you take out of the fridge and go, whoa. Yeah, I'm gonna drink it anyway. Still not good. Um, still not good. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Jason says James Harrison. That's a good one. That's actually a pretty good one. Yeah, that's yeah. Devin is Tom Brady because why not? Great yep. heel. Of course. Him and Gronk would be a nice tag team. Yeah, actually, that, that would be pretty solid. Um, as long as it's not Mojo. <laughs> uh, I said J.J. Watt. I feel like J.J. Watt could be a pretty okay. good... Uh, okay. I can yeah. see that. Pretty yeah. good. Um, I feel like Bryce Harper. Play like Ooh. I feel like he is, is a character enough. Um, and then playing close to my heart uh, is Tom Wilson. I feel like would be would be a great one as well. Could be what a heel. Safe to work with in the ring. <laughs> Tom Wilson. He'd go over to AEW and cripple Sting. <laughs> one move. Yeah, and I would be as big a fan of it. No, I'm just kidding. Unbelievable. Um, but but he, yeah. now would he come back in the goon gimmick or no? Sure, why not? Okay. But red, Is white, goon and blue. A movie you've seen, Ryan? Um, no, no. I'm speaking of the wrestler, the goon. No, I know. Oh, but, no, you mean the like? Isn't that Stifler? Stifler, yeah. Yeah, yeah I made. No, I'm sure I didn't see it. I know about it, but I'm sure I didn't see it. Have you watched it, Matt? Yeah. What did you think? You like it? I enjoyed it. Yeah. Did you see the set? Did you watch the second one? I did not. <laughs> you don't have Isn't to. It? You don't have to. <laughs> it's kind of like Slapshot too. It's there if you want to watch it. You can, but you don't have to. Fair enough. There was also a Slapshot 3 that I... You yeah, really... I stopped after the first Slapshot. Oh, that's the way Slapshot 3. Isn't that the one with the Baldwin? No, that's Slapshot 2. Oh, oh that's the Baldwin. Oh, yeah, okay. that's the Baldwin one. It is... Oh, so 3 is bad enough it couldn't even get the bad Baldwin? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Billy Baldwin was like, nah, it's all it's right. Fucking... They couldn't even get Stephen Baldwin. But yeah, they could not. <laughs> even, even Stephen was like guys we couldn't no. i couldn't uh get through this segment though before we move on without playing one of the best sports and wrestling sound bites ever ladies and gentlemen the greek freak Giannis Antetokounmpo. Let's go. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen the greek freak Giannis Antetokounmpo. Let's go. which to be fair in tony khan's defense if i were trying to say Giannis's last name that's exactly how I would say it as well because I'm not going to try and actually pronounce the name um any other any other athletes that you would like to see make the transition before we uh before we hit our final topic tonight no but can you think of any wrestlers currently that could make the transition to entertainment in Hollywood full-time like Cena did like Batista did because I don't think anyone really saw the Batista thing coming and then he really kind of exceeded everyone's expectations like if you went back you know 10-15 years and said who do you think can make the jump I don't think anyone says Dave Batista certainly Ryan wouldn't nope <laughs> but Ryan would encourage it so he got him off his wrestling TV and I wouldn't watch any of the movies he's been in uh, Devin says Roman. He also says Charlotte. 
Um, I think Mark... Charlotte would be a good stand-in for Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> uh, Sarah Jessica Parker could be the right foot, and Charlotte could be the left foot. <laughs> wow. That's about right. Wow. Um, Mark, I think you had a good one. Alexa Bliss. Yeah, Bliss could do it. She, I think she will eventually. Um, I agree. I think, I think Bray Wyndham Rotunda could be good in like horror movies. I think he has that, uh, that feel to him. Similar to Kane's horror movies. Sure. (laughs) Sure. Well, the more, the most horrific movie about Kane is, is the mayor. That's actually the, the scariest (laughs) movie of them. The scariest movie of them all. Um, man, that's, uh. Uh, the Miz, obviously. I think. Oh, yeah. If oh, if Miz. he got decent yeah. roles, it's happening. Right, but do we see the Miz, especially like since the Miz has already dabbled in Hollywood, and like, like Cena did the Marine, and then twelve rounds, but he never like went through the sequel process. Like, I think he got picky enough, whereas I don't think Miz did, and I think that would impact. Right, a future that's how Santa's little Miz. helper happened. Right. And jingle all the way. Too. I get it. Um, right. That's the holiday classic right here. Well, I think, I mean, I know Sasha did a, I know Sasha did a spot in Star Wars. So I feel Ooh. like she's already kind of in that, uh, in that transition. Um, but that's a good one too. I think that's one we could. Shanky. <laughs> He'd be a good villain in Indiana Jones movies. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Cool. Okay, I think we should probably just go on to our final topic for the night. Oh, Jason's got a great one. Obviously, Brandy Rhodes. Man, I tell you what. Dude, that show's bad. That show it, it is sucks bad. out loud. It You've is, not missed an episode, though, right, Jim? I have not missed a single episode. Season finale coming up this Saturday night. What is it? Four episodes? <laughs> it was well. They did a double. I think it's like five because they did a double the first week and then three more. Ugh. Look, TNT. They're doing fine with. They're doing yeah. fine with keeping people on the network with dynamite. They don't want to force them off the network with uh, with roads to the top. Like there's there's reality TV which is bad and cheesy enough, and then there's roads to the top. It's it's literally yeah, that bad. So bad. No, Jim. We had we had it talked is. on one here before i think one air um Jesus, that series finale <laughs> that the the wife friend of yours your wife lady friend she does um yes. enjoys Miz and misses she does and i think that probably had some um aspect of her like willing to watch a little bit of wrestling mm-hmm. does she consume roads to whatever the roads no. to with you no no, no. and and be i think part of that too is um like I, I've just when when it's been on, I've caught it as Dynamite goes off the air. I don't. I actually watch it as it airs. Okay. Um, where because she liked the real world and stuff too in the challenge, so she is a Miz fan. Okay. Um, but uh, I mean, you, she, when when Dynamite comes on, like, and I've never even like coerced her to do that she's like oh this is the bad show right like she just doesn't she she doesn't like aew she says that because 
Which Walter's is, not with AEW. Well, we understand that. I mean, that's true. I mean, that's that's just how it is. <laughs> it's like a mating call. Alexa, like a mating call. Such a good song. It is I one of the best. I'd love to see Dana just plow through that fucking... <laughs> the, the camera. The camera's off. Yeah. Um, we just have to, like, get through the rest of the show. There, it's, it's, this is one of the best themes. But, like, Adam Cole's theme and Ruby Soho's theme... And that damn song that's on the, the the Burger King commercials right now are three songs that live in my head, just rent free right now. Yep, one hundred percent. But our what fi- is that Burger King song? That's like a TikTok thing, right? Is that a I TikTok think so? Thing? I would okay. assume. I don't. I don't TikTok. I know Mark. Well, I, yeah, Mark. So, Mark TikTok. Oh, TikTok is so good. It got us through this pandemic so far. It it has. Well, we're still there. Um. But the the final you said t- so far so yeah, far that's true they got us through it completely good well, that's true yeah, so that's far true. I don't know what we do without TikTok just watch YouTube <laughs> or be on Snapchat Instagram I don't know. Facebook Twitter anything else really um, pull open your vines <laughs> uh, the final topic um, AEW whoa I know right. AEW yeah, revealed their world title eliminator tournament. Uh, it starts uh, tomorrow night uh, on Rampage. Um, the first round matchups: Dark Order's Ten taking on John Moxley, Orange Cassidy taking on Powerhouse Hobbs, Lance Archer versus Eddie Kingston, and Dustin Rhodes versus Brian Danielson. Um, what are you guys' thoughts on the tournament? On the bracket? Uh, to me, it, it, it kind of, it kind of feels like they've tipped their hand that I think we're going to get a Moxley Brian, uh, finals. Um, and this is a winner gets a title shot, uh, at the AW title. The finals will be at full gear. Um, the funny thing is like during, cause I think they unveiled this on rampage. There was a fake like somebody just made up a first round bracket and i and i i forgot to look it up but the the made up first round bracket was infinitely better than the one that AEW is actually presenting to us um because like and, and this isn't a shot at some of the talent on this but like does anybody actually think Dustin Rhodes is beating Brian Danielson <laughs> no, <laughs> like, you know what I mean. I, like, it's it's the first. It's one of the first things, or, or maybe even the first thing that I can really, really go. This feels predictable with AEW. But what if? Rose See, I don't. I don't it? have. I don't have Brian Danielson going the whole way. I think it's going to be Moxley Kingston. Um, really? I do. I really do. I think Kingston takes care of Lance Archer. Um, and then in a well, well contested bout, we will see uh, Kingston go over Brian Danielson. I have Moxley obviously beating ten, not obviously being ten. Mo- well, yeah, obviously because he was in my finals. Uh, and I actually have Powerhouse Hobbs knocking off Orange Cassidy. Hmm. I think Powerhouse Hobbs should be able to out. I don't know, 
Power Orange Cassidy? You think he's going to squeeze out a win from Orange? Oh, for God's sakes. <laughs> oh, that's... Oh, man. Man. Just end the show now. Yes. You can follow me on Twitter. It's at... <laughs> at not the tool man on all platforms. Spotify. TikTok. That's fucking... Wow. I just... You know, sometimes... Uh... I can't. I I got nothing after that. I'm just no, man. You can't. You can't come back from something. I like think that. I'm dead inside. I think. I think that killed me. I think that you did broke, Jim. I think we're just. I, I yeah. I think we're gonna just close up the show. I think that was the. Put you back together. That was the signal. Um, Mark, you got anything to plug this week? You know, are you guys familiar with the cream savers? Remember cream savers? Yes. Yeah. Did you know that they're back? No. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. There was a 10-year hiatus, and they are back, and they are exclusive at big lots. So go out and find your cream savers. There's raspberry and there's orange. I heard they're hot. I will will have to do that. No, Gold Dust is not still wrestled. Dustin Rhodes wrestles. But, uh, it's Dustin Rhodes. It's Dustin. He's got a closet full of gold suits. <laughs> um, Matt, <laughs> who's the uh, woman of the week this week? Yes, woman of the week. We are winding down. Only a few weeks left in the woman of the year competition. So um, right now we are featuring Daddy Doom uh, this week. Make sure you are giving her a follow, like posts, one like equals one vote. Um, this year we are going to be awarding the top three finishers with a recount t-shirt as well as a donation to the charity of their choosing. Uh, we've been able to do that for the past few years now, so keep that up. So make sure you're voting. Everything goes towards a good cause, we promise. Um, you can follow me. It's at the end of the show. I'm on Twitter. I'm not bitching as much about the Sixers just because I don't really care this season until everything gets resolved it's still um, early too yeah know. it's early yeah, um don't really care good. about the eagles as much uh so i don't get too worked up about them i don't have high hopes for said teams um, See, Devin, at least i'm not play. a dolphins fan i'll say that have a good night Devin. <laughs> um and that's it for me ryan got anything matt does ben simmons play for the 76ers ever again um maybe like a minute of a game somewhere no. down the road just to Hell like no. prove it, but I would be shocked. That's fair. Got anything? Which I think up. I think it would be actually surprising if Ben Simmons plays in the NBA this season. To be honest, who uh, plays okay. in the NBA next? Ben Simmons or Kyrie Irving? <laughs> very, very good question. Um, <laughs> yes, perfect answer, Ryan. You got anything? Like a like a Tootsie Pop, the world may never know. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, uh, it's uh, it's coming up to, like, officially spooky day, so uh, uh, be sure to uh, check out our draft from last year about Halloween candy. And, no, uh, no, do not fuck. check that out, because it's BS. Oh, that one was the bullshit. Oh, yeah, no, we're going to forget about that we're, one. We're still ne- stopping the count on that one. Never f- it never fucking <laughs> right, happened. I forgot. I forgot we were doing stop the count on that one. Um <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Let's be good to each other. And uh, I'll do what Tim normally says. Love each other and uh, 
give an extra high five to a stranger or don't whatever don't don't touch their hands it's a it's a covid yeah. um but like smile to somebody if you're not wearing a mask outdoors i'll say outdoors um, indoors wave to them because you should be I wearing you a can mask still be safe with the elbow bumps we do, right we can do some bow yeah we can do i think it. we do bow even even a fit like a fist bump i think is even it's like quick but have the sanitizers ready i think if you do like the the bottom bump you you don't want to get too close butt bump you can do that (laughs) yeah jim let's go to the grocery store and start uh, bottom bumping people love it and just see how how that works see how that goes how long until you get tossed you're out of here um you can find me at big jim sports make sure you're following the show at three count thursday Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, make sure you check out 3CountThursday.com. Subscribe to the show, all podcast platforms, YouTube. Check out our home networks, NGSC Sports at NGSCSports.com, the Leap Sports and Music Network, L-E-E-I-B Sports.com. Our merchandise, our Patreon deals, our uh, collar and elbow brand deal, everything you know it. Uh, until next week, stay safe, stay smart, and go for the pins.